Let me also be the first one on Saturday morning to say happy birthday to my very talented producer, Lindsay, whose birthday it is today, and you're working. Who doesn't want to get up at this time of the morning on their birthday? Happy birthday. Well, thanks. I don't have a choice. I'm up at this time on Saturdays for the rest of no my life. No matter so. what. And uh, good morning to Don. Good morning to Andy. Good morning. Good and, morning. Uh, and I don't birthday. want to really talk a lot about your birthday just yet because Great. I have a couple things planned oh, that I want people to. So how about this? We'll, we'll do a little radio tease thing. After 7 o'clock, we will have our first little birthday <laughs> extravaganza. Oh. Okay. And then after 8 o'clock, I have a very special message from someone that you love. Re- really? Mm-hmm. Well, I look forward to it. How's that, that for a tease, tease Andy? That's Come on, good. You go way back. That's Pretty good, good right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. right? Very, very good. good. So, anyway, you guys, your men are good. Uh, Andy, are we going to the Super Bowl? Uh, sure. <laughs> Super Bowl, the preseason. We're going to the Super Bowl. I Every time I see I walk in, I don't really pay much attention. And, you know, my I, as we know, my wife could watch any football game. Doesn't matter who's playing. She loves it. She's like, the Bears are winning. I go, we're going to the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. Why not? Right? Today. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it, it's nice to see some uh, some progress. Um, yeah. I, c- I can say that. It's nice to see that a, a coach has a firm grasp on all facets of the uh, of the game. Yeah. yeah. Which is nice to see. Yeah. Are, are we... Did I read something that the Bears are like one of the older teams? Or, uh, or, or is it that we... Something about the the roster or like we don't have a lot of... There's not a lot of bench. Yeah, there's not a lot of experience and a lot, not a lot, lot of experience. Depth. Maybe not that's what depth. it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of injuries, on the, especially at wide receivers. So that's uh, something they'll have to address here. Uh, teams are going to be cutting players uh, for cost-cutting measures and for mm-hmm. you know some other guys. So you, know, you, may, you may see some new faces on the roster. And what about you know what I was at? There are guys that are on the practice squad, right? Mm-hmm. Can you make a living being on the practice squad? Like, can uh, you pay your rent? Not well. You can pay your rent. Yeah, it's not a great living, but you can. Yeah. You're, you're still associated with the football team, and plus you're uh, you're eligible and available to all the other teams as well. Oh, when you're on a practice oh, yeah, team, you, all of a sudden they, yeah, they the right Packers of say we need somebody. Yeah, they can pluck. They can pluck you off. I mean, the Bears have to have to do some uh, some roster manipulation to, for that to happen. But oh. yeah, so you, you kind of put on a display for everybody. Hmm. I always thought that would be a fun story to like for a sports thing to, you know, like I I think I've talked to you about this. You know, mm-hmm. you've been involved in baseball forever, like. You know the like the guys when you used to go to Wrigley Field and see them the pitchers warm up like in the front, right? And the catchers that would warm up. Oh yeah, the pitcher. Who's that guy? Yeah, and like what's their life like? Teams have bullpen catchers. That's all they do. Yeah, because now they make a, in baseball they make a lot of money, right? Because there's a league minimum. Yeah, and plus they'll get tips from from players and stuff like that too because they're making a lot of money. Um, oh really? Oh yeah. They tip their waiters oh, and waitresses. Yeah. They tip their waiters. They tip the really? clubhouse staff, the bat boys. Yeah, everybody. Everybody gets a little. Uh, everybody gets a little cash. Oh, I think that'd be an interesting story. Don, how about your Packers? You got any insight into what's going on? You and Aaron Rodgers uh, on a phone <laughs> him? Uh, I have no updates. Uh, pre- <laughs> I haven't even caught any preseason games because uh, I'm not sure if they're getting shown or not or anything. But yeah, I mean, preseason is. It's nice to have football going on. It's nice to see some scores from games uh, popping yeah, up. Yeah, I agree. Feels good. I agree. It is nice to have that. That's good. Um, well, good. All right, so we'll we'll talk a little uh, b- birthday. Uh, I don't know that these uh, did they both wish you a happy birthday. Did they both wish you a happy birthday? Happy birthday! I actually not here. I said it. It was happy cut off, but happy birthday to you. There you go. I just want to make oh, sure everybody's here. Right. Keep going. Happy, happy birthday. birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Well, to yeah. you. 
So maybe they'll, oh. may, maybe, just maybe, there may be more of that coming up after 7 o'clock this morning. Yes. All I'm going to say is, all I'm going to throw this out there right there, okay? I think that hopefully Dave Plyer is awake because I think that when I'm done providing what I've worked on all week, <laughs> that it will end up in the Museum of Broadcast Communication, right next to, as Bob Ferguson said, right next to Ray Rayner yes. and Bozo. <laughs> Or it'll be a colossal fail, because this is not my forte. My forte is answering your questions about your home. 857-557-4LU. 857-557. Did I lose Fred? Because it's it's completely gone there on my little thing here. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. This is Fred in Joliet. Hey, Fred, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Yeah, hi, Lou. Long-time listener, and this is a call I've never heard before. All right. Um, I've got a you know, a standard builder-tub-shower combination. I don't know if it's plastic or fiberglass or whatever. It was put in 16 years ago when the house was built. Okay. And the, the area where you would stand to take a shower is discolored. It's like a gray color. I've tried all kinds of cleaners on it. Uh, one even suggested using, like, a baking powder paste. And letting it sit for a couple hours, mm-hmm. no luck. And I, I try to wipe it out with the towel after every shower, so I don't know what's building up there. It's uh, it's just an area like maybe a foot in diameter, right? And it's primary, and it's where, primarily where you stand when you're showering. That's correct. Actually, right. where like my feet would be, it's it's not discolored, but right around that, right? It's like a gray color. Yeah. My guess is, you know, if it's either, an, my guess is it's some kind of fiberglass tub, and you've gotten, and, and this is an older tub, correct? Uh, yeah, 16 years when yeah. the house was built. So, you know, there there's a, a, a sheen, when they build it, and they, this thing gets uh, formed, there is like a top sheen layer that can wear away, which is why you can get this discoloration, and it's very difficult, if next to impossible, to get rid of. But here's what I would try. Um, Ajax or Comet, you know, make a kitchen cleanser that has some bleach in it, all right? And I want... Yeah, I've tried, a, I've tried a, something with bleach in it before. Actually, I tried... Right, right. Know, just bleach itself. No, right. Hear me yeah. out. Hear me out. And then I mm-hmm. want you to, um, to get a really aggressive nylon brush that you're going to put on the end of a cordless drill there is a there's a bunch of different makers out there but drill brush is one of them and they have one that is kind of rounded on the front it's not flat so you because where where you're describing right the tub kind of curves up to the wall of the tub as well right so we got to kind of get in that area so if you have both if both you, the flat part and the part that Yeah, out. so if you put this kitchen cleanser down and really scrub it and let the um, cordless drill and the brush do most of the work, then let it sit there for like a half an hour and then scrub it again. That is as good as it's going to get. And if that doesn't work, then your only choice is to, which sounds a little crazy, but is to repaint the tub area with uh, like a bathroom paint. And then that would be like uh, only like a short term thing. Yeah, it's not a, yeah. So now you're you know now you're going to redo that every three years or so before you you know. But it'll look nice and it it covers really well. Rustoleum makes a a one part epoxy that if you roll it on looks really nice. You'll probably end up if it's all. 
the walls and the tub, you'll probably end up painting that all just so it matches. But try the or, common... Or at, least, or at least at least the whole tub part. Yeah, is there? there the there's wall. a line, right? There's a dele- yeah. delineating the two. So, I mean, you could do that if you tape it off, and then it will look good. But try what the kitchen... Paint did you call, I'm sorry, what type so, of paint did you call that again? It's called a drill brush, and you can find it... At no, the, no, the, the paint. The paint. Oh, it's an epoxy by Rust-Oleum. It's a tub and tile epoxy by Rust-Oleum. You're going to clean the tub really well. That is the most important thing for this to to work. And one quart of it, I think it's expensive. It's like a quart's probably 25 bucks, but, you know, it's way cheaper than the alternative. Yeah, replacing the whole thing. Correct. Okay. I, I never heard the call, so I thought I'd give you a call and see what you come up with. You're a good man, Fred. Have a good day. Thanks, Lou. By the way, our first call is sponsored by bathfitter.com forward slash Lou. Now, that's the one thing he could do is that he could say, I'm just going to have bathfitter come and reline the whole thing. And then, you know, it'll look brand new and be fabulous. So you could try that as well. It's 620 in the morning on Lindsay's birthday. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. And we'll go back to the phone lines right now and talk with Mark, who's in West Chicago. Mark, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Lou. Lou, good morning. How are you? I'm morning. doing well, Long sir. Listener and, and enjoy the show very much. Thank you. Uh, we we have a uh, about a one year old Bosch uh, dishwasher, um, and we've heard this mentioned on your show before. But so forgive me. But uh, we, we our dishes come out sometimes. They smell like fishy lake water. Uh, it's an awful smell. Uh, very frustrated with it. We've tried the uh, cleaning out the drains, done the vinegar, the CLR. Uh, commercial tablets, and it just keeps coming back, and it's it's just really frustrating. Um, you know, before I start spending money on a plumber and those types of things, kind of want to try to figure it out first. Any further ideas on this thing? Your Bosch dishwasher has a basket in the middle of it that you empty occasionally. Correct. Correct in the bottom. Yes. Yeah, and when you take that out, there's like a bunch of food particles, and right. Not much, not much at all. Uh, we, we we do it frequently, and there's really not much in there ever. Really. Okay, that is the grossest uh, feature of the German dishwashers. I get why they do it. You know, I'm I'm not. They don't want all the food particles to go into the sewer system, but it is just. Sure. And and obviously, for most listening that have these units, if you if you're not doing it that regularly, that odor can come from there. But I want you to try one other thing. I don't know the exact model that you have, and you may need to uh, Google this to get the exact uh, placement of this. But underneath that basket, you know how it's kind of weirdly shaped? There's like all these little turns and, you know, different like places you couldn't even clean with a brush. But, um, A, I want you to take a skinny little brush and see if you can scrub around there. But there's an, an the impeller that drains the tub, there's like a plastic piece that comes out, okay? And that can sometimes get clogged, and food particles can get jammed in there, which could be where the odor is stemming from. Okay. So, for instance, uh, Miele, which is another German manufacturer, when you take their basket out, and I think the Bosch is similar, I'm trying to orient myself. So if you're standing at the dishwasher and you take that basket out, you're looking inside the tub to the kind of left front. 
if you were looking down from the top and it was a clock, it would be probably around uh, 8 o'clock, okay, where be the placement okay. would be. Right there, you should see some oddly shaped thing, and there should be a clip that you can grab, and you need to pull it up. You really have to put some force on it because you've never taken this out. It has O-rings on it to hold it in place, and it, it's connected on two parts. Pull this out. And then take a brush and clean out that area. If you have a little shop vac, you can suck all that water out of there so you can see what it is. But that unit in your hand, if you hold it and jiggle it a little bit, it's going to sound like a tic-tac box with like one tic-tac in it. Make sure there's no food particles in there. Clean that out. And um, and then pop it back in. Um, and hopefully that solves your problem. I will I will give that a shot this morning and hopefully we'll have a winner. It's just been one of those things. Yeah, where just, uh, it, it's a it, it's a tough one. The other the only other thing that I would tell you to look at too is the two um, the two arms that swing, or you may have three. Those pop out uh-huh. right, and those okay. sometimes if you pop those out, fill the sink with uh, dish soap and soak them, and then use um, some a thin piece of wire. Or to clean out every one of those ports and then try and clean out the inside. It's, a, it's difficult, but clean the inside of that thing. Food particles can get in there as well. And um, and that can be an issue, you know, where odor can come from as well. Those, those all unclip because they're replaceable. And cleaning those out can sometimes help as well. I am going to have that be my morning project this morning. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, keep the radio on and I'll keep you company. Always on Saturday. Thank You're a good you so man. Much. I appreciate you calling. 857 Lou. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Hey, a couple quick things before we go to news. Um, I know many of you are going to be taking your college kids off to school. And uh, I did a segment uh, Friday on WGN Morning TV. I'm not going to tell you what the bedding is going to look like or uh, you know whether you should take a fridge or not. I promise you you're taking too much stuff. But... My biggest tip, along with extension cords and power strips, because there's never enough outlets, is buy a battery-operated carbon monoxide and smoke detector. Buy the 10-year one with the lithium-ion battery. It'll cost you 50 bucks. Don't even tell your kids you're bringing it. Take it out of the box before you get there. And then when they're all moved in and everything's placed and all the tubs and everything are there, just throw the thing under the bed. They won't even know it's there. It's a little added peace of mind, God forbid, that there was ever some carbon monoxide issue in the building. Who knows how old or new the units are in those buildings that you're going to leave your kids in. And this is a little bit of peace of mind. I've done it with all four of my children. I do it every year. I never tell them a thing. And they've never complained because they've never gone off. But then the old man knows it's there. So just give it a little thought and good luck. I promise you that they'll come back at Thanksgiving and they'll really appreciate you. 857-557-4LU. Oh, did I mention it's Lindsay's birthday? It's 6.30 in the morning. We need to go into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. Like it's gone. Like this weird thing. When I'm driving in the car, I can feel my leg kind of move back and forth a little bit, which is this weird. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Anyway, so I go see this doctor about my knee. And he said, you're not getting a knee replaced. You're too young, which, you know, I love to hear. And um, and uh, so anyway, um, 
I'm so the the first guy that comes out to see me is the fellow, and I of course I said hi, I'm Doctor So and So's fellow, and of course I said hello, fellow. <laughs> Which you know, and I, laughed, I, and then I just, you do laugh. I did, la- I did, and I laughed, and, and the he... guy, no, no, <laughs> no, he did. Mm-hmm. He was very nice. Anyway, uh, so I go, I want to understand how this all works. Like, what do you do? Do you put like screws in it? And he goes, No, we use glue. Um, I go, you use glue. Where do you get the glue? Like now I want to know all the thing. And he goes, wow, you're very inquisitive. I go, well, you know, I used to be a builder. And so I want to understand, you know, how it all works. Um, and so he went this whole route telling me, so this is what he said. And, you know, John talks about the joint release Institute about, you know, getting, if you're in, I'm not in any pain. That's the key. There's no pain. And he said, your knee that, uh, you know, you're, that, that you're born with is a 10, he said. And if you replace a knee, it's like an 8. And he goes, you've got a little bit more than an 8 right now, so I would just stick with it until you're done. And uh, I said, when you do this, can I get a little video of, like, how it's all done? Because I would be really curious. I'd just be so curious, right? Yeah. No? Not interested mm-hmm. at all. All right. Well, it was very. It doesn't surprise me coming from you. So, did you get the video? Well, no, they didn't do my knee. He said, "Come back." He said, "Come back in like three years." And I go, "Okay, fine." And he goes, "Unless you're in a lot of pain, that uh, you know, it's just the the ACL that I, I'm like, I want to make a warranty claim. It's only ten years old and it's gone completely. Like your body absorbed it. Crazy. Eight five seven five five seven four loop." I'm super excited to talk about this. Family Fest is coming back, finally. And um, Misericordia has this amazing Family Fest. It's going to be taking place Sunday, September 11th. And uh, it's from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. There's food, there's games, there's fun for the whole family. I am going to be uh, an auctioneer, uh, auctioning off some items that you can bid on. There'll be all these sports memorabilia and things like that. Misericordia Heart of Mercy is located at 6300 North Ridge Avenue. That's at free parking right across the street at SNC Electric, who have been longtime partners and supporters of Misericordia. There'll be f- shuttle buses taking you back and forth if you would like. There's raffles, there's kids' games, there's chance games, there's in crowd entertainment, quilt raffles, car raffles, the bakeries there, you can buy stuff. I'm going to be working at the taco tent also. I'll be serving tacos. Hey, who needs a taco? And I'll be there. And, uh, you know, uh, Mike Steven, if you're awake and listening, you love a good taco. And uh, I'll throw you a little extra, you know, pinko de gallo on the side if you come there with your family. Bring those boys. And uh, there's live entertainment. Uh, It's really going to be a lot of fun. And uh, come and join us. Have a lot of fun here. Go to misericordia.com to learn more. You can also go to misericordia.org. And uh, the ticket's available online and at the door. The number is 773-273-2768. 773-273-2768. September 11th, Family Fest. It is always, always um, a great time, and it's a really important uh, fundraiser for Misericordia. So please come out and join us. I look forward to seeing and meeting all of you. You can bring all your home improvement questions, and if you see me walking around with my family, just stop me and say, hey, my basement's leaking, and I will give you your own personal thing. 857-557-4LOU is the phone number. Uh, This is Carol in Arlington Heights. Hi, Carol. Good morning. 
Hi, Lou. Good morning. So glad to took my call. Lou, I have a question. Uh, we've had a lawn service for over 21 years, and I've always had a gorgeous lawn until this spring when they burned over 90% of my lawn with the chemical. Oh, no. And uh, we, Oh, yes, Lou, and I'm sick about it because I'm a fussy person. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed anyway, that at all, but keep going. We've been going round and round with them, and we've done everything they've asked us to do. We've let them seed it in the beginning. That didn't take because he just threw grass seed over all the dead lawn. Didn't scratch it up, didn't pick anything up. No, Nothing happened. Then after that, he said he would come back and flip seed it, and that would definitely grow, grow, he told me. Nothing happened to that. He's trying to tell me that the perfect uh, way to, to get a lawn going with seed is just to dump it on there and put a little dirt, not to, you know, turn the soil, not to rake it up. And we're just going round and round with them. And we've gone all summer with nothing but dead dirt all over our backyard. Okay, so this, what is the, this landscaper pardon? is the same landscaper you have had for 21 years, or is this a new person? It's not a landscaper. It's a fertilizing company, and I'd like to say the name if I'm allowed to. Oh, you can say the name, sure. I re- I, okay, it's True Green. I've had them for 21 years, Lou, and we've had the most gorgeous grass mm-hmm. until this year when they sent out a a young fellow that was just learning and evidently didn't mix the chemical right. And I'm worried now uh, that true if green, we go and... Uh, true green. True green. Right. Needs to right. resod, I, resod I, your lawn. And you need to dig your heels resod. in. Resod. Okay. And so if you're... Well, we're at that... Go ahead. We're at that point right now because I don't want them to, they want to reseed again, and I don't want that. I want sod like I had, you know, had in the beginning. But now they're, they want us to, to sign a, a release form, releasing them of any and all liability. And why should I do that before I get any satisfaction? So we're going round and round, and I do have a landscaper that they chose, and I feel very comfortable with them. And he says to resod it too, but True Green is telling me not to okay. resod it. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, everything okay. is right there in front of you. They chose a landscaper, right. said, call this person. That person who is authorized okay. by them said, yeah, lady, you need to resod. So you need to push back Correct. and say, I'm not signing any release. We have been faithful customers. Mm-hmm. We understand that people make mistakes, right. but now you have been at the t- at the raw end of this mistake all summer long. So instead of them prolonging this, because you will not sign the release, I'm not an attorney, so you're not getting your legal advice from me. But if they, they right. if if I'm true green, I'm cutting my losses and saying to the landscaper. Go prep this lawn. They need to cut out everything that's there. They need to work okay. that. They got to pulverize and work that, rework that soil, and probably put even some mm-hmm. new soil to get it nice and level, and then resod it. It'll be brand new in a day. And then all you have to do is water. I know. Right. So I mean, it's just yeah. a, it's just a question, but- Carol, of. I, I, really pushing back and saying we're not accepting this. We're we're done with this. You guys have. Yeah. Drag this out too long. The landscaper that you told me to call, whom I'm comfortable with, 
says to resod. So who's right? Right. I can go get two other landscapers right. well, we that'll say the same thing. We've done that, and we've done exactly what you're saying. We've gone on for about three weeks now with this release, and they just will not budge. They said it has to be signed, and my husband and I are not going to sign it. Nope. And not until, not until, not until, here's what you need from them. Again, I'm not an attorney. I'll sign the release once. I have a proposal from the landscaper to resod it, and you have committed to paying for the resodding. You say that. And so here's the thing. Now, if that landscaper makes a mistake doing something, then you're with that landscaper's. That's their problem, not True Green, right? See what I mean? Okay. So that's what they're trying to get the release. But you need a signed contract from the landscaper saying that, Hey, Carol, we're going to come to Arlington Heights. We're going to put the sod in next Tuesday, whatever it is. And once you're happy with that, then you'll sign their release. And it's going to say in there that True Green's going to pay all their labor and the material cost. All right. Well, we have that. I just, I'm just concerned that, and another question I have that I'm concerned about, could my lawn be contaminated with this? fertilization the fertilization was done june 15th mm, i mean Could there be I, still I mean chemicals in my lawn there might be but your landscaper that you trust can te- test the soil really it's the ph we're worried about okay. and so the landscaper should be able to okay. if, they, if they don't have their own ph tester they'll take it to a garden center a couple samples yeah. and find it so if i'm the landscaper now that it's going to be my baby i'm going to make sure the soil is ready to take my new sod Great. Right. Okay. All right, Lou. Well, I just wanted to hear from you. I'm a faithful listener, and I, I just want to borrow you for one week at my house <laughs> <laughs> to lay to lay all the to lay all the sod. Have a lot yeah. of little have a lot yeah. of little jobs. Yeah, I've met, I've met so people like you before, Carol. <laughs> I, I, I I that's so you're so nice. Listen to me. Listen to me. When we hang okay. when we hang up when we hang up, okay. I want you to take a deep breath. Uh-huh. It'll all work out. Okay. Oh, thank you so much, Lou. You have a great day. You Thanks for taking You got it. You're listening to House March Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Guess what? It's Lindsay's birthday. It's 649 in the morning. Uh, our phone number is 857-557-4568. 857-557-4LOU is the phone number. By the way, I'm standing on one leg. I'm so excited I'm standing on one leg. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. This is uh, Helen, who's in Chicago, or your name might be Roz. No? What? Hello? Hello. Hi there. Hi, Helen. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How I'm, are you? I'm great. What's going uh, on? Uh, I am calling. Um, and by the way, I met John Alfirovich and Kevin McDonough last week at Jovial Club, and they said, if I have a question, I should call you. So I am calling you. Well, then this is perfect. They were right. How may I help you? Yes. I have a Chicago bungalow, and I have all radiators. How do I clean them, or do you know someone that does clean them? You mean the radiators themselves? Yes. Okay. Are they just exposed? Are they, are they uh, uh, Helen, are they the kind no, of... No, I have them... Go ahead. I have them covered, you know, with the covers... Okay, so are, do you have the ability to take those covers off yourself? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So if you do, then you can buy a what's called a tube brush. Now, I've always given the advice of using a tube brush to clean a drain, and um, but that the tube brush was actually designed for radiators. They do make a brush called a radiator brush. I just don't know that you'll find that anymore, but it's a long brush with a stem. I actually have one at my house. I should, Helen, I should just drive it over to you and give it to you because I don't have radiators. But I've had one years and oh, years. Would you please? Would you please? <laughs> <laughs> well, but my point is, years ago when we were builders, we used to work on homes with radiators. And when we would build those, we would build the covers for the radiators. We'd use this thing to clean it out. And I still have it. But anyway, you're going to take that and kind of slide it through, like on all sides, and then use a vacuum cleaner to clean it up. And then, uh-huh. and then that's it. That's all you have to do. I mean, you can certainly wipe them down with a rag, but the biggest thing is getting all the dust and debris from it. As far as whom you would call to clean them if you wanted to hire somebody, what part of Chicago are you in, Helen? I am the far south side of Chicago. Okay. So down that way. Near, oh, near the Indiana border. Got it, got it. Okay. I'm not certain if they're working in that area yet, but... Ace Hardware now has a handyman service that's associated with their corporate company. And if you were to go to acehardware.com or you go to your local Ace and ask them about their handyman service, that may be something that they could help you with. And, um, you know, they could take the covers off, they could do the cleaning. And, you know, because it's not like a detailed cleaning thing, it's kind of just a big brush up and cleanup of the whole thing and they should be able to do that for you i appreciate your phone call it's uh 6 50 almost 7 in the morning you're listening to house smarts radio with me lou manfredini we'll take a quick break and be back right after this wait a minute we were just talking off the air you actually went and bought a pack of cigarettes for somebody that you were helping them out you were grabbing some lunch they were working on your house and you have never bought cigarettes right i mean not a long time i haven't bought cigarette <laughs> <laughs> It is your birthday. Smoke them if you got them. Uh, How much is a pack of cigarettes? It was $17. I mean, if that doesn't make you quit, $17. How many cigarettes are in a pack of cigarettes? 10 or 20? 20? I don't know. No, I don't think there's 20. Is there 20? That's a lot of cigarettes. 20? Yeah. Google that while I read this. Ha! Has the hot summer left your deck faded, splintered, or cracked? No problem. Just call Deck Tech. Deck Tech uses an oil-based sealer which penetrates deep into your deck's wood fibers, preventing your deck from cracking and splitting. Your deck will be restored to its natural beauty so you can enjoy every last bit of that summer, what it has to offer. Call Deck Tech now for your free hassle, no-hassle estimate. <laughs> so don't let your investment rot away. Call Deck Tech today for a free estimate, 800-956-DECK. And now, Deck Tech offers a new carpentry service. I was so happy with the work that they did on the front of my rental property, we have a porch on the back that I was going to try and attack by myself, and I realized that I'm by myself. And so they're going to come and do a bunch of work on the back porch. We're actually going to strip it down to the skeleton and put it all back together. I'm really excited about that, and it'll just preserve it. It'll make the thing look great, and then they'll come back in the spring and stain it with their deck tech process. They can do this for you, too. They'll design and build a project, and they have superior craftsmen. Call Deck Tech today for restoration or repair, 800-956-DECK, or visit RestoreYourDeck.com. Deck Tech, the leader in deck restoration and now deck repair. How many cigarettes unpack? We didn't Google that? 20. 20? Yeah. Wow. 
7.01 in the morning. Smoke them if you got them. We're broadcasting live from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studio. Here's Don Kleppen with your reporting news. Due for you for your birthday uh, today. And, you know, I, 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 I kind of concocted this little thing. And uh, I did elicit the help of, uh, of Don and Andy and Ferg. What? And, well, and so um, some others as well that I think that... Uh, you know, I mean, you are a, a well-loved... Lo- I was thinking about this, and, and this will come up a little bit later on, but uh, you might be the most tenured producer at WGN Radio now. I Really? Well, you, mm-hmm. I, I think so. <laughs> uh, and so you, you have... Uh, there's a lot of people that you've worked with over the years, and a lot of people... Um, you know, I get comments about you from other on-air staff all the time about how, you know, I work with the best producer, and I agree. And there's a lot of people that love you, and they wanted to, well, they just wanted to say happy birthday. And it, when it works. Come on. This is my this is my audio gold here. Happy birthday, Lindsay. This is your old pal, Joe. The Brand family just wants to say happy birthday. We miss you. Even Pinkerton the cat, whose name you don't really know. Happy birthday to Lindsay, who does not get older and couldn't get better, and has the great frustration, I mean distinction, what did I say, of working with Lou. More good days to you, my friend. Happy birthday, Lindsay. It's Sammy P. out here in Boston. I feel like it was just yesterday you were pushing me around in that big adult stroller, Tribune Tower. I miss those days. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lindsay. Hopefully you get some peace and quiet after the show for a little birthday nap and then uh, maybe some uh, party activities this evening. And cheers to many more. Who is it? It's me, Dave, man. Open up. I got the stuff. Happy birthday, Lindsay. Engineer Ferg here. I hope you celebrate as I know only you can. And I hope the hangover's not too bad. Happy birthday, Linz. Relax, and I'm ready to party with Hey, Lindsay. Steve Alexander here wishing you the happiest of birthdays. Love ya. Hey, Lindsay. It's Andy. I want to wish you a very happy birthday and hope you get something very nice from Builder's Supply Outlet. I hear it's right near the Oakbrook Shopping Center in Broadview. at Builder's Supply Outlet. Hey, Lindsay. It's Dave at a happy birthday. I never see you. I miss you. But thanks for keeping Lou under control. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Hey, now, it's Bob Surratt, otherwise known as Mr. Break It. Happy birthday, Lindsay. Okay, so I, happy birthday. <laughs> you <too. laughs> That was... Dave Plyer, I hope so you're listening. I'd like this in the Museum of Broadcast Communication, because this is not my thing. Mr. No. Production, 
was well, beat I mixing. I feel like I may be out of a job pretty soon here. <laughs> no, that was good. That was really good nice. job. Thank good you, good everybody. Job, everybody. That was so nice. That's so nice. All these people want to say happy birthday that to you so on your birthday. Sweet. I'm so it's not even like here. a momentous birthday. It's just that, you know, we all love you and want to say happy birthday. And the fact that it's on the show day, I why not? Know. Right? That's great. That was really thoughtful. So this was Thank all you. I was going to do, but then I received this. So I was contacted by someone. So after 8 o'clock this morning, I have yet another uh, little thing for you uh, that I think you'll enjoy. It's a a little, um, well, you'll just have to stay tuned. After 8 o'clock this morning, a little bit more birthday love for you this morning on your birthday. So we're excited uh, for you today. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is the phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines now. Oh, and talk with... Seem like your new update is uh, the there right? Is there you see it? It's gone on my little sheet here. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is the phone number. Now we'll go back to the phone lines and talk with Karen, who's on the line. Hi, Karen. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, uh, hi Lou. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I called you. Several times, and you've always been very helpful. Oh, thanks. My um, concern this morning is I have a Whirlpool dishwasher. I live in a condo. It's The dishwasher's the original equipment, so it's about 40 years old. The spring clip on the door came off, popped off, and it, the door just falls open. I called Whirlpool, and they said, well, it could have just... Um, popped out of where it's supposed to go and in order to find out I'd have to take the dishwasher out from underneath the cabinet right. um, counter to find if it's there and if it's okay I can just put it back on but if not I have to buy a new one and so I'm calling to ask I'm not sure if this is something that I'm pretty handy but um, since I'm in a condo I'd have to disconnect um, turn off the water mm-hmm. Mm. Not, not, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on, out. hold on, hold on, hold on. So when you're in your condo, when you're looking at the water line that uh, leads to the dishwasher, when you look underneath, is it is it a flexible line or is it a solid piece of copper that's like bending? Oh, boy. I'd have to run and see. I'm okay. not sure. No running. Um, so here's the thing. Yes, you may have to, if it's a flexible line, you may have enough. You, you literally, if, if it's a flexible line and there's enough space, so you would take that. So you would shut the water off just to be safe under okay. the, under the sink. There's a toe kick on the front of the dishwasher that comes off with, yes. a, with a couple of screws and right at the front of it, you'll see the connection for the water. And if that's a flexible line and there's a little bit of space, like if you can grab with your hand and move the, the, if it's a flexible line and you have like, oh, it's a little play in here, like I can pull this out a little bit. Then under the countertop, what's the countertop made of, Karen? Uh, I guess Formica. Okay. So there's two screws at the top holding the dishwasher in place. Correct. So you take those out. And you literally would pull the dishwasher out six inches, and on either side okay. you're gonna see, you're gonna see those springs. Okay. Now, if the spring isn't there, but there is a spring on the other side, right? 
you can measure it. Yes. And the hardware store may have a replacement spring. You don't need to buy a new dishwasher. I mean, oh. it is 40 years old, and you, you deserve it. But if you don't want to buy a new one, you can just replace the spring. Okay, well, I called Whirlpool, and they said they still make the spring, and I'd have to order it from them. And the part is very inexpensive, but it costs 20 or more to mail it to me. So That same, that same spring is probably at a hardware store or a home center. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying take the one that still works and take that with me to the hardware store. Or measure or or measure it and take a picture of okay. it. Okay. Like okay, you're okay. Gonna, when it's when it's when the spring is when you pull the door down, the spring will be fully ex- fully extended. Measure okay. measure that. When the door is closed, it'll be compressed. Measure that. And then look at the girth of the spring. Now, you may just, it may be that it just came off. Like, there's there's little tabs that hold the spring in place. It's possible that those tabs broke. It's been 40 years. You got your money's, right. you got your money's worth out of it. Meaning replace the dishwasher? I mean, I'm just saying that if the tab is... No, that's what I'm wondering. No, no, no. Uh, I've my been here point, 22 years my, gonna sell soon. my point is, if the tab is broken, and now you need yes. to get a dishwasher repair person out there to replace, you know, a part on the actual body of the dishwasher, now we're talking about a service call that's $150, and the part, then this Correct. and that. So now we're spending $250. You can buy uh, an inexpensive dishwasher from Amana, which is all made by Whirlpool, whatever, for 300 bucks. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean. Okay. So what are we doing? Then you know we're yes. th- we're throwing yes. because yes. then then when you I go wasn't to sure when if you, it go ahead be fixed or if I'm getting in just leave it alone because it works now. It's just the door falls open. Right. If you're handy, two screws shut the water off. If you have to disconnect the water from underneath there, that's where you might, it might get yes. a little tricky for you. That depending on if the seal is broken, if it's a if it's a flexible copper that has a compression nut on there, that all needs to be replaced to refit it. You know, so it doesn't leak. You said you're in a condo; you don't want to have any problems with yeah. that. So, in the right. per, in the perfect world, you have a flexible water line with a little bit of slack in the line, and if that's what you notice after you take the toe kick off. Just pull it out six inches and look to the side in the front. Okay. That yeah. make that that will help a lot because right. then I don't have to do a lot of work to find out what Correct. the problem is. Correct. Got Thank it. Thank you so much. You got it, Karen. Have a great day. Eight five seven five five seven. For Lou is our phone number, 722 in the morning. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studio. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. 857-557. You know, for her, there'd be the cameras, the paparazzi. You know, you don't want any of that. Mm-hmm. Right? She's like the queen of the South Side. She's the queen of Chicagoland. 857-557 for Lou. Let's get another call in here uh, before we break for news. This is Phil in Chicago. Phil! Hey, Lou, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Did you ever see... Uh, did you ever see the movie Forty Eight Hours? Um, do, yeah, do you remember that uh, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, and Nick Nolte, 
And remember, Nick, 48 yeah. Hours, and there's a whole scene in the bar where uh, th- they they go in, and there's that guy. I know that guy was in jail with that guy. And he goes in, and the guy's got like a shotgun. Phil! Phil! It's me, Phil! Phil, what's with the gun, Phil? <laughs> Every time I meet someone named Phil, that's what goes through my head. How are you? How may I help you? <clears throat> good. I'm doing good. A uh, couple questions. I uh, got an older house in Beverly. I uh, had a driveway put in about 20 years ago. The expansion joints are now gone, and I was wondering if there's a product that you could uh, recommend to put in there. You could put new expansion back in. Um, so and how do you? How would I do that? Just yeah, jam it in there. Well, you're gonna you're gonna need to clear it out, um, and it's okay. a little bit you know it's a little difficult. You're gonna kind of get down on you know what actually would work pretty well for this. Um, is a big, either a, a really big flat bladed screwdriver, or you know the you know the okay. dandelion puller that has the wood handle and kind of like the snake's tongue yeah. on the end that that you're down on your hands and knees. This is the only way you're going to yeah. do the only way you're going to do this, Phil. And you're going to get it all up. You're going to buy that expansion either at the hardware store or the home center. It typically comes in I think 24 inch or 30 inch long lengths, and it's about two and a half inches uh, tall maybe about three-eighths of an inch wide, and you're going to tuck it back in okay. one after another after another. And if you, you know, if you can't get it deep enough, you know, you can't bring it out, you can cut this to pop it in. Just make sure that the piece you put in there is at least about an inch, inch and a quarter tall, you know, so the integrity of the okay. expansion joint is there. Okay. That makes sense. Um, there's no, like, product that self self-leveling or anything like that that i could put in there after i put in uh uh backer backer rod mm, i mean if you put backer rod in there and you want i mean if you don't want to do all that then i would just probably put crushed limestone in it and or you could put in uh uh polymeric sand that they use in um for uh um pavers and that you put in there, you jam it in there, you hose it down, and it kind of bonds with itself, and it gives you a nice clean line, okay. and uh, you know it will it'll do the expansion and contraction and look nice. Okay, but that, this is good even up against the stucco house. Oh yeah, no problem. Okay. No. Problem. All right. Uh, question number two. Um, you know, I get these giant icicles at the front of my house in winter, and I was thinking of putting those heat tapes. Yep. On the roof or whatever yep. they, you know, whatever they are. Yeah. Is that a good idea? It is effective. The biggest thing with this is that it has to be on all winter long because you just never know when the weather is going to turn, right? And so okay. the um, you know, the problem is, you know, if you if if you're someone that's home a lot, you know, or you're home every night, you just got to rem- if right. you're not going to keep it on, you know, you, we can go two weeks where there's no weather, right? And in the winter, you've got right. these things plugged in, cranking out the heat for no. And then all of a sudden, you go out of town for a day, and it snows like crazy, and the ice built up, and you're behind the eight ball. Right. So I'm a fan. they gotta be they got to be put in correctly and put in right, and you just have to stay ahead of it so that they're on when you need them. i seen something on this old house where there was one that had a – a single uh, wire that actually controlled it. Could this be possible, or is this... Uh, 
Well, right, but see, the yeah. thing is, so, but it's all based on temperature, right? And so the right. issue is, yes. it can be twenty degrees outside with no snow, right? And then it's on. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, right. that's the thing. It's it's like yes, it does operate that way, and it will turn itself on and off, but it's based on the weather. And so, um, okay. I'm I'm a fan of it. They got to be installed properly, and. Um, it's just a, you know, you can you can bite the bullet and say whatever. You know, if you kept these things plugged in all winter long, my guess is it would add probably six, seven, maybe ten bucks a month to your you gotta do the wattage what it is, but maybe ten bucks a month to your electric bill to run them for, you know, whatever, December, January, February. So think about that. Sorry about that, Don. It's 7.32 in the morning. It's time now for WGN Radio News. When news breaks in Chicago or the world, you'll hear it here, and we'll talk about it here. This is Chicago's very own 720 WGN, or download the WGN Radio app and stream us live. WGN Radio News is on the air. Good morning at 7.32. I'm Don Kleppen. After jurors were shown a gamut of explicit videos yesterday, the R. Kelly trial is on hold until Monday. In sports, the White Sox fell to the Guardians at Progressive Field 5-2 in the series opener. White Sox are now three and a half games behind Cleveland in the division. Game two of the series this afternoon at 5-10. Johnny Cueto will start for the Sox. Shane Bieber will throw for the Guardians. A windy day in a friendly way at Wrigley Field yesterday. The Cubs took advantage, beating the Milwaukee Brewers 8-7. Rookie Chris Morrell had a uh, hit a two-run homer that made the difference. Patrick Wisdom also had one of those. Nick Madrigal had three hits and scored two twice. Matinee baseball again today at Wrigley. Game two of the series. At 120 this afternoon, Marcus Stroman will be on the mound for the Cubs. And it's a must-win for the Chicago Sky. They continue their fight for back-to-back championships today against the New York Liberty. Liberty are ahead in the series 1-0, tip-off at 11 o'clock. WGN traffic on the interstates. The Edens outbound at Tui. A car went into the ditch off the right side of the exit ramp to Tui. Eisenhower inbound at Mannheim. A car went into the ditch. A truck, that is, in the ditch off that exit ramp to Mannheim. 25 minutes from 390 downtown. Stevenson outbound. The entrance ramp from LaGrange Road is closed. A semi-truck is in the ditch from northbound LaGrange to southbound to the southbound Stevenson. That entrance ramp is the one shut down. Northbound 294 at Bradley. A crash has two left lanes blocked. The R. Kelly criminal trial on hold until Monday. Jurors yesterday watched 17 explicit videos, which prosecutors say show the singer engaging in sex acts with an underage girl. Black partitions were put up to shield the sensitive content away from the view of the public in in the courtroom. Several of the clips came from the tape, which was at the center of Kelly's 2008 Cook County trial, in which he was acquitted. The government's witness, now 37 and referred to as Jane, has admitted in court that she is the girl in the video. Kelly's attorney pressed her on why she continued to stay in close contact with Kelly even after the incidents took place. A janitor at an elementary school in Park Ridge is accused of trying to record female staff members in a faculty bathroom. Luis Rubio Ortega of Niles is charged with felony unlawful video recording. A female staffer at Washington Elementary says she spotted a cell phone near a toilet with the video camera in recording mode. Police say he admitted to putting the phone in the bathroom. He's been ordered to have no contact with any victims or the school. He's due back in court next month. The forecast from the WGN
and Chicago Weather Center showers and thunderstorms today. Some of them could be a strong potentially later in the day. High 78 and tonight the low is 65. Showers will continue overnight. Sunday, mostly cloudy. Some showers possible. Storms as well. High 76. Monday, highs are closer to 80 and mostly sunny after the weekend. Currently light rain at O'Hare, 66 there. And uh, it's raining uh, around Lewis Airport and downtown a bit. 65 degrees along Chicago's lakefront. Celebrating our 100th year serving Chicago, I'm Don Kleppen on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. There's an amazing supper club in Wisconsin Dells, Ish Nala. Nestled among the pines and perched above the sandstone bluffs of Mirror Lake. The beauty, the history, the service, the food, the fun. Hi, this is Bob Prosser, owner of Ishnala Supper Club in Wisconsin Dells. I have been a part of Ishnala for 30 years, and I am so proud to continue the tradition that began in 1953. Why not enjoy a brandy old-fashioned in one of our bars, each with a spectacular view overlooking Mirror Lake, or just relax before or after dinner on one of our outdoor decks? Our Ishnala chefs have prepared your favorites, 24-ounce ribeye, cold-water lobster tails, North Atlantic salmon, and, of course, Ishnala's roast duck. Thank you for making Ishnala Wisconsin's favorite supper club, where the only thing we overlook is Mirror Lake. I'm Bob Prosser, and I want to serve you. It will be the summer of joy in Chicago. Instead, the trio of Pritzker, Lightfoot, and Fox have made this another summer of murder, mayhem, and chaos. My granddaughter FaceTimed to thing. Help me, Daddy's shot. Thanks to Governor Pritzker, the lawlessness of Chicago will soon be the law statewide. Pritzker's so-called Safety Act makes Illinois a safe haven for violent criminals. That's why 100 of Illinois' 102 county state's attorneys oppose Pritzker's mandatory release of alleged murderers, kidnappers, and arsonists. Prosecutors like Will County State's Attorney Jim Glasgow It's going to be literally the end of days. And prosecutors like DuPage County State's Attorney Bob Berlin. We are going to have violent criminals out on the street. Stop Chicago violence from coming to your town. Vote no on J.B. Pritzker. Paid for by people who play by the rules pack. See 4 abccom for details. It's AC buyback days at ABC. We'll buy back your AC for up to $1,500 in trading credit on a new AC. Plus, get next day installation. Schedule at 4abc.com and consider it done. Get the floor of your dreams with Menard's huge selection of Shaw flooring. It's all 11% off. Update your home with luxurious frise carpet. Transform the look of any living space with easy-to-install laminate flooring. Check out our great selection of waterproof vinyl plank. Save today with 11% off all Shaw flooring now at Menard's. Good through August 21st. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menard's. Since 1953, Majestic Distributing Company, the House of Fireplaces, has been your indoor and outdoor fireplace headquarters for quality fireplace parts, inserts, glass doors, and much more. Serving the Chicagoland area, this family-owned company has won dozens of industry awards. They're BBB-accredited, NFI, and factory-certified, and all products are fully warranted. You can visit their showroom at 1255 Bose Road in Elgin, or you can call them at 847-741-5903. Or you can shop online at MajesticDistributing.com. 
for Noodaloo 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New to. New to Lou. Good times. Noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? One up, I eat everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini, New to Lou 2, and House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bag. Hey, our Noodaloo 2 is sponsored by ChevyDriveChicago.com. I mean, when you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. Um, what do they call uh, What do they call the uh, litter of uh, rats? Remember? Pups. Pups. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to gross you all out, but our Noodaloo 2 has a way to control all those pups. And uh, it's kind of a, what would you call it? A, um, it's a, I was thinking about this. The woman that we spoke to about this a while ago, their initial uh, thing, was that Kat Kataringala? <laughs> no. No. What was she so, from? No. I thought that was her. He was really funny. Remember? Yeah, that's not her. Okay, anyway. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll talk about this more. But if you've, uh, in particular, if you're a a building manager or you work in a large factory and this is a huge problem, um, this, like, accessory to something that came out recently could be a game changer for your... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? For your battle against mice and rats. You know, it's a really good product. It's gross to talk about at 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> but, yeah. but we have plenty of ads that run here which talk about, like, dirty, oily stuff and <laughs> True. that you shouldn't be listening to. True. But if My you have this... That, it's like a... Yummy milkshake for the rats. It's uh, right. I remember when the 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 uh, what, what was it? The, what I do remember about speaking with the woman, she's like, "It's a delicious, irresistible milkshake," and they just let la, 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 they lap it up, and then they they're still you know they're still Marvin Gaye all the time, but they're just not creating any babies, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And uh, so it's I'm telling you, if you have this issue, this could be the answer for you. Contrapest, and if you go to um, YouTube.com slash HouseSmartsTV. There'll be information about there where you could... Why, why are you giving me that look? I think that works. YouTube.com. Sure that's right. Go ahead. YouTube.com slash HouseSmartsTV. And I think it takes you right you to our me? page. And uh, and then you can click on it. And then all the videos and stuff are there. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I know it's your birthday. I don't want to... 857-5574-LOU, 857-557-4568. You're right, I forgot about Phil from Groundhog's Day, too. Phil! Let's talk to Susan, who's in Wheaton. Hi, Susan, you're on House Marts Radio. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How may I help you this morning? Well, I'm trying to find out something for ants. And you had some kind of a product that you put all the way on the, uh, around the outside of your house. Yeah. Two of them that you can try. It is a it is a bait that you sprinkle around the home. One's called Amro, A M, okay, R O. The other one is called Bonide Revenge. Okay. And so today, because today because we had some, did it rain by you? Yes. Okay. Yes. So the ground is nice and wet. 
If you go by, it activates yes. with water. You, not like soaking water, but if you took this shake and you shook it around the perimeter of your home, it feeds yes. it feeds the ants on the outside of your home. They take it back to their they take it back to their uh, mounds, back to the queen, and say, "Your Highness, look, I've brought you a delicious thing to eat." And then the queen is no longer. And with no queen, the ants uh, don't, you know, the worker ants don't know what to do. It's a metaphor for life. Right. It's a metaphor for life, Susan. Without, right. without the queens in our life, what would we do? <laughs> right? Great Thank question. you so much. All right. I appreciate you calling this morning. 746 in the morning is our uh, our phone number is 857 Five five seven four five six eight. We will take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Hey, Lou. I just wanted to tell you about the the roof uh, heating system. Uh, I ran across a product that it's activated with both temperature. It has the temperature has to be below thirty two degrees. Okay. And there's a moisture uh, uh, cable with it, so it only goes on when it has to. So I like. What's the, the What's the name of the product? I think it's called Roof. Control heat. I don't. I don't have the brochure in front of me, but I have used it, and it does work good. So you've installed it. I've actually installed a couple of them. Yes. Okay. So what is it? Is there like a? Tell me about the. Uh, is it a cable that goes on the roof shingles itself, or on the gutter line, exactly. or, bo- or both? It, the cable. The cable actually goes right on the shingles. It's a sensor. And the uh, uh, unit itself has a temperature sensor in it to detect if it's below 32 degrees. So I just wanted to pass that information on to you. Wait, I have lots of questions for you, Craig. Uh, first, sure. First, did you go to a fish fry last night? No, I did not. Oh. Where do you nor- where do you normally do you, do you typically go on a Conemaugh somewhere? Where do you go? I'm making a li- uh, I'm making a list. Usually, usually for a fish fry, we might go to the Cornerstone restaurant right in Oconomowoc. It's a very good restaurant. Cornerstone, okay. Yeah. Do they they serve p- potato pancakes there? Or? Yes, they do. All right, good. All right, okay, okay. Now let's get back to the roof. Uh, <laughs> I'm just making a list. See, you know how there's a list for the supper clubs. You know how there's that book in Wisconsin about all the supper clubs. I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna write a book about all the fish fries. That's going to be my thing. Ah, that's per- a great idea. Perfect. Right? Yes. Right? And I, the fish was tender, and that, that would be really fun. Right? Don't tell Seattle Definitely. something. Definitely. Don't tell You're Seattle something. <laughs> that's all I'll eat all week. Anyway, um, okay, so you, when you install this, is it a typical installation where I'm zigzagging across that first, you know, foot and a half exactly. of the roof? And is the yes, sensor exactly. is the are those sensors part of the entire line or is it strategically like do you plug in at a certain spot? The the sensor just sits at one spot. Got, oh, I it's, see. It's just like a six foot cable that comes out of the unit, and you just lay it on the roof. So it's and... an it's like an interrupter. So you plug in, you plug in, and if the sensor goes, it's like a switch. It turns it on. Exactly. And you think it's called the... roof control heat. Yes, I don't have it in front of me right now. I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, there is a drawback to it. It's not cheap, okay? Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, the yeah. only thing. So, Well, but, I mean, the, the the thing is, I mean, I guess, you know, you can weigh this out, right? The electricity that it's used, if you just plug it in and go, is not crazy, but it 
it's in your mind going like, why am I paying for this to run? And it's a, you know, it's a beautiful sunny day, but it's 25 degrees outside. Right. And, and we've got, exactly. we get plenty of those days in the Midwest where we don't get any snow, but it's cold. And I love that. I'm going to look into that and, uh, and see if I can learn more about it and maybe even get a sample to try. Sure. Yeah. And I just want to tell you, I enjoy your show so much. Oh, you're very, thank you for doing it. You're very kind. You're very kind. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye now. 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. Let's go to Lockport where Alan is on the line. Hey, Alan, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Very nice to talk with you. How may I help you? Well, uh, my wife and I built a brick home 20 years ago. And recently, we had a, um, a fellow come out to look at a window we were having a problem with. Uh, but that's not the issue. Um, as he uh, looked at the window, he also looked at other windows around our house. And we have about 15 double-hung windows. None of them have caulking around the windows. That's not good. Uh, no, we, uh, we, we've never had any issues with it. Uh, there's no water leakage or no drafts. But we were advised to uh, to have caulking done, so I wanted your opinion, and uh, uh, let me know what you think. Well, I mean, it's it's good idea, right? We need to we need to remove any damaged material that might be there. But the risk without having any of that caulking. Well, let me ask you this: the windows are are they wood? Are they vinyl? Uh, let's see, uh, wood interior, vinyl exterior. I think. Okay. And is there a is there an aluminum? Are they capped in aluminum? Oh, winter power, got it. And, uh, uh, on the outside? No, I don't believe so. So when you're looking no, at the alumina or the vinyl on the outside of the window, in the opening that it sits inside, and let me ask you another: what what is the exterior of the home? It's brick. It's brick, and there's just a gap. There's no caulking. Uh, there's no caulking, but it's it's really tight. Yeah, it's it's quite tight in the uh, in, in the brick uh, sides. Yeah, but that's still what I would I would I would caulk it. And uh, one of my so there's a uh, uh, couple of really good exterior caulks. OSC, uh, OS excuse me, OSI caulking um, is very good. It's very it's used a lot by window and uh, and siding installers. But one of my favorites is a product called N. PC Solar Seal. Is is that something I can get it in Ace, or is that something um, you suggest it, I could do? This is something you could do it. Are you good at caulking? Because this is a this is a caulk gun that or caulking that you don't tool, so you have to be really good at it. And um, I. I would guess no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a it's a messy job. And it is, I don't and trust the, so this is a uh, it's a what they call a terra polymer. But what's good about it is super sticky. It'll stick to the brick. It'll stick to the window. When you do it right, it'll look perfect, and it will it will improve the energy efficiency of your home. It will stop water from getting in there. Water is getting in. It may not be getting to the inside of your home, but it's. Uh, meaning that you can see, but it could be getting into the framing of it. And so caulking this is is a really important thing to do. So a good painter or an exterior siding contractor would be somebody that you could hire to come do this. 
Um, okay. Uh, another uh, issue is that, uh, and I don't know what the name for this is. There's a um, a metal support bar that's over some of the windows. The, the lintel the above it. The lintel. Yeah. It's called the lintel. Lintel. Yeah. And um, it has never been painted, and uh, I, I know they're fairly thick, uh, and it does not look bad. But uh, I, I, it was suggested that uh, it be sanded and painted. Yeah. What's your opinion on take that? I ta- take a wire brush to it, and uh, you know, get it as smooth as possible. Use a rust stop primer on it, which will bond with whatever residue of the rust that's there and then paint it with an exterior color, you know, to match the windows or whatever you want to make it look good. Um, It's a good idea just aesthetically, and it will also preserve that lintel. They are thick, but metal eventually will, you know, rust away. And it would just be, if you're going to do all this caulking, I would do the lintel as well. Thanks so much for the phone call. It's 7.57 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be back after this. By the way, we're broadcasting from the Permaseo Foundation Repair Studio. So, Um, sometimes, um, Andy and Don, you'll know this, right? You'll get put on the spot on the air. Somebody will ask you a question. It happens to me when I'm answering questions sometimes. You just have the, you know, what I will call, and I am getting closer to my senior moment. Yesterday, you know, I do this morning first call with Bob Surratt on Fridays. And, um, he always, you know, we, we have a nice conversation. We take a call from a listener and, um, he says, so what's coming up on the show tomorrow? You know, well, you know, I'm going to be taking my calls, taking calls from the listeners, and I completely forgot whom we were going to speak to mm-hmm. during the our interview, you know, at uh, coming up after 8.30 this morning. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm completely drawing a blank. Right. And I go, well, it is Lindsay's birthday. You know, like I threw that out there to... <laughs> nice. Right, you're right, because I was like, I'm stalling thinking that it would jog my memory. <laughs> right. And, uh, and we are actually speaking to the people at Humble Design, which is great, but then... After that, I get this email about someone that heard me say that. Now, I mentioned earlier this morning, uh, by the way, it's it's your birthday. And um, so uh, you are, I, I think, quite possibly the longest tenured producer now at WGN Radio. I think that some people don't realize you started, I mean, this is going to really kind of sh- show your age. You were Spike mm-hmm. Odell's intern when he was the morning uh, host here on WGN Radio, right? And this person, well, you just listen. I was listening to Bob in the morning on the way to work, and I, I heard you talk about Lindsay's birthday around. I thought to myself, so I have this funny story about when Lindsay interviewed with Spike Odell for the first time because she was trying to get an internship. And she, uh, her, Terry and I, you know, Lindsay had come back from California, and she was really naive about you know anything political. In fact, she didn't know anything about politics, nothing, current events, nothing. She was stuck in Hollywood, you know, for years. And so she said, I'm going to interview with Spike Odell. And Terry and I looked at each other like, holy smokes. I mean, Spike Odell had this kind of current contemporary show that touched on politics and current events in Chicago and Springfield and the nation. And, you know, Terry and I said, we have to teach our daughter something here. You know, you have to tell her something like, do you know who the president is? You know, we went through the basics at first. And then Lindsay goes, well, of course, I know who the president is, you know, and she did. And I said, well, what about the governor of Illinois? You know, clueless. No idea. No idea. Because we thought Lou, uh, Spike Odell was going to interview her and, and say, oh, my God, I can't hire somebody like this who doesn't know, you know, one thing from another. She says, well, you know, it's that guy, the Bagora, Bagora. What? I don't know why. It starts with a B, Dad. Whatever. Okay, go ahead, Liz. Just give it a go. 
You know, so we said, she's never going to get this job. So, of course, she came home and she said, I got the job. I got the job. I'm so excited. Carrie and I looked at each other and go, you got to be kidding me. What <laughs> Spike thinking? <laughs> you know, but Lindsay's got that, you know, like, she obviously her personality sells it. So she came home and said, I got the job. I said, well, great, great. You know, and I said, what do you, what's your first assignment? She says, well, he didn't ask too many questions politically, but he said, you know, because you look like Jennifer Aniston, and Jennifer Aniston is, is doing a premiere in Chicago on Monday. Would you like to go to the event and, on our behalf and interview her? And so I figured that, that was probably how she got the job. This <laughs> <laughs> looked like Jennifer Aniston, you know. But after that, I mean, she obviously became very productive. And Jerry said, said, Lindsay, you know, um, we were always worried that if Spike asked a question about Red China, you know, Lindsay might say something like, well, it goes well with a yellow tablecloth or something like that. You know, it's just <laughs> something that was just so off the wall, Lindsay, in many respects. And she's, you know, Lindsay, she's charming, wonderful. You know her. I mean, she's like your, you know, the daughter that you also have, want to have. So right. she's, she's as good as they get, Lou. And, and Spike probably felt the same way that we all do when we meet her the first time. It's like, right. oh, my goodness, who's, who's this wonderful girl? So, uh, Lindsay, so that little story was just meant to just to tell a funny story about how how you started at WGN, but I know they love you down there. We, we love you here and uh, wish you a really happy birthday, and you're a great, great person, and I'm honored to be your daddy. Okay? How's that? Perfect. 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 Isn't that so sweet? All right, so now I I'm could cry. Right? Well, that's First, so, I so was, you're... Like, wanted to crawl under the table right here. I know. I, I, I said it's going to go... I said it's going to go either way with your dad calling <laughs> oh, in. Yeah. Uh, Terry, by the way, is your mother's name mm-hmm. when he was referencing Terry. And so, you know, I'm listening to the story and uh, when we were talking, we had this long conversation, your dad and I, and he goes, well, okay, now if you want me to record this, you know, I can I can do it. And I go, well, I already recorded it. So, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, so I had to kind of scrunch it down a little bit, but you <laughs> are awesome. <laughs> it is your birthday, but you are awesome. Oh, and uh, it, so is, nice. it is, it uh, is, you know, what your dad said about honor to be your dad. It's oh, an God. honor for me to work with you every Saturday morning. So oh, uh, happy same. birthday. Thank you. Hope you have a thank great you, day. Thank you, Lou, and thank you, Dad. I love you both. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're very sweet. 857-557-4LOU is our phone number. 857-557-4568. Let's do this. How about we, speaking of said birthday girl... It's time for hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet. I was cutting hedges and accidentally cut the extension cord. Son it's of a, a gun! I hate when I hate when that happens. I know, and it's a fairly new fifty-foot cord. Can it be sliced? And it's only uh, it's about four feet away from the plug, so I would still have a lot of cord left. Could it be sliced and a new plug installed? So if you were on a job site and OSHA showed up and saw that, you'd be you'd get a ticket. But for you the homeowner, oh. uh for you the homeowner, yes. They, okay. they you can buy at the hardware store a new three prong female end for the cord. It has to be cut the the three the ground the hot and the neutral have to be um, <clears throat> fed through the unit, spliced into it, and then put all back together. Okay, so would your ace on Devon do it? Probably, but you may find that it might be cheaper to buy a new fifty foot cord. 
Because the plug, oh. the plug that you're going to buy is probably six or seven dollars. You know, it's a heavy duty plug. Yes. And then the labor to do it, they, uh, I mean, you may just, you just go and see what it'll be, and just you decide whether or not you want a new cord. And then the other thing, do you do a lot of hedging? Well, once a year. Okay. Because you know now they make some awesome battery operated ones that have no cord. But mine is the good hedger. <laughs> okay. So, well, it's a very good hedger. I, and and so. I get it. And I, that cutting of the cord, you, listen, you're not alone. It happens to people all the time. But it happened at the end of my job. Right. Well, so that's good. That's that. good. Yeah. I, I have until next year to replace. Well, it. take but the take. That's the, what I was wondering. Get take, a new one yeah. or check out base. Take the cord, and they may be able to help you. You've helped me before many times. Oh, that's very kind of you. I appreciate you so, calling again. Uh, okay, thank you. Have a great day. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. This is uh, Joe, who's in Naperville. Hi, Joe. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi there, Lou. Uh, we are having a problem with our house in Interlochen, Michigan, which is a lake house with a vaulted ceiling. And we're getting bats in the house. We don't know how they're getting in. And, of course, we want to get them out safely. And we want them in the backyard, but we don't want them in the house. All right. Well, we need to get them. Uh, we need to find out where they're coming in. And... It's a vaulted ceiling, and so when you come back up there, they're hanging from the ceiling? No, we can't find them. We hear them at night. Oh, you hear them at night. In We we caught one the other day. He'd gotten down on the floor, and he got caught in one of our sticky traps. Oh. So that wasn't good. And now last night, we were actually driving home at the moment from Interlock into Naperville, and, but we had to leave him. We couldn't find him this morning. And, you know, I don't know. Mm. He's there somewhere, and he'll probably fly around again tonight. So you're you're hearing them in the attic space? No, the, there is no attic. But, I mean, in the vaulted ceiling, like, you can almost pinpoint, yeah, like, yeah, our, it's it's in there. In our great room. Yeah. Yeah, the great room, he's flying around. But then somehow and, they're getting into the house as well. In other words, yeah. they're not just yeah. relegated to... Now, there's no vent up there? There's nothing like... No. no. There is a fireplace. We've got... We had the vent checked last year, you know, the ceiling mm-hmm. vent. Mm-hmm. We had that checked. And then um, we have the flu closed. So we don't think they're getting in there. I don't know how they could. Well, they're small. They can squeeze is through stuff. Is open- there... On the roof of this home, is it a continuous ridge vent? Yes. It is. <clears throat> so yes. it has to be, It. I mean, if there's no other protrusions where that are coming through the roof, then there must be a... Bl- I mean, we go, in and, we go in and out the patio door, but we're fairly careful, you know, of closing it behind yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Right, 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 we- right. And is it a... You know, is it a I've is, never seen them follow us in. Is it, is it a steep roof? I did. Yeah. Yeah, very steep. Okay. Um, my guess is you need a roofing contractor to come out and inspect the continuous ridge vent to see if there's a breach up there somewhere. And, okay. But so the, the trick is, if there's a breach, we want to get the bats out of there before we fix it. 
right? Well, there is one in the house right now. By the time we get back in two weeks, he's going to be dead. I mean, we'll find him somewhere. Poor little bat. I don't. I'm talking about. I'm talking about in the. In other words, if it's a vault somewhere, right. so there's two things going on. Based on what uh-huh. you're describing, that bat or the bats are getting into the space between the roof and the ceiling. Okay, that's a number one. I I just don't think there is a space there. Uh, yeah, we have that checked. We yeah. Well, when we put an addition on, that is. It's insulation, obviously, in there. Right, but the, but insulate insulation. There's no space. Insulation does settle. Remember, we don't need a lot of space. We it's a bat. Yeah. Right. right. It's not like an elephant. Right. So um, it's a, then it's a wood ceiling. Beyond that, it's a wood ceiling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's uh, cedar or whatever it is. And do you know when you had this done? Is it cedar or wood? And is there drywall under that, or is it just the wood? No, it's just the wood. Okay, so this is helpful. Now somebody's going to come and take two courses of the wood off up high so we can expose what's up there and see if there's a gap somewhere where these bats... It has to be that the bats are coming in from the outside of the roof somewhere to get into your home. There's a breach somewhere. Now, whether it's whether there's a gable vent or a piece of siding missing... It doesn't have to be big. It has to be the size of a yeah. you know, silver dollar, even less than that for a bat to get in. So we got to figure out where it is. Now there okay. is a there is a repellent called bat magic. And yeah, what, I've tried that for mice, and it doesn't work. <laughs> well, you need to use it's a, you it's need a to use peppermint mi- smelling. You, you stuff. need to, no no no. You need to use mouse magic for that. You don't use bat magic. Yeah, for mice. I did. Bat mag- I did, and it, it doesn't work for mice. Bat magic so, smells differently, and my point is, you oh, would you would put this up higher, um, and 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 like almost hang it from a like a hanging like something you would have a hanging basket. You know the little dish. That you would yeah. put at the bottom yeah. of a pot, you'd sprinkle some in there because you want them to smell it to say, "I don't like this." But you need to okay. find you need to find the breach. There is a hole somewhere coming into that house. Right. They're not following you through the right. door. And remember, obviously, bats are nocturnal, so they're doing this. They're coming inside. Um, yeah. You know, one thing that you can try too is well, you said you keep finding them low, but. Um, Get a really bright, like, LED light, even a lamp with a really big LED bulb. And when you leave for two weeks, take the cover off the lamp and keep the light on. They don't like bright, they don't like the bright lights. And if you make it uncomfortable for them, at least will eliminate the bad issue while you do some searching to find out where Uh that breach is. Because there's a hole somewhere where they're coming in to the house. And, uh, and you just need to find that, patch it. And hopefully you do all that while they're on the outside and, um, you know, hopefully solve your problem. Uh, the bat, I've never really had a lot of bat problems in any of the houses we've lived in. It's just never been an issue. But we, we get that question quite a bit. And, you know, they eat the bugs. They eat the mosquitoes. They're good for the environment. Nobody, you just don't want them in your house, right? So, 857-557-4LU. All right. We're going to uh, take a break in a, a second for news. And when I come back... Um, I mentioned to you that I'm going to be part of uh, this fundraiser coming up in September for Humble Design. 
I'm going to talk with Julie Dickinson, who is the um, CEO of the um, Chicagoland chapter. We'll talk a little bit about all the good work that they do at Humble Design. We'll talk a little bit about the event. It's uh, it's something that I think we uh, all need to support and try and help people get out of homelessness. And we can all do just a little bit that can make a huge difference. But right now, it's time for this report of WGN Radio News. You've heard me talk over the past several weeks about an organization called Humble Design and the big event that's coming up where I've been asked and accepted and very excited to act as the MC for a fundraiser. The group is called Humble Design, and I've spoken a little bit about that. We talked uh, months ago about it, but I want to talk about it again. Joining me on the phone line is Julie Dickinson, who is the CEO of Humble Design. Julie, good morning and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. So lovely to be here again. All right, let's um, give our audience um, one more time who Humble Design is and what it is all you lovely people do uh, to help people as they're coming out of homelessness. Lou, we are a nonprofit here in Chicago that helps families, individuals, and veterans as they're exiting a homeless scenario with donated household goods. We have designers, interior designers, and movers, and we transform their empty houses into fully furnished homes, from books and toys to artwork, carpets, beds, a dining room table, and all the little things in your kitchen that Mm -hmm. make you able to cook a dinner for your family, like spoons, forks, knives, cup measures, all that. Uh, how, how did you all come to be? Because while you're the, the CEO of Humble Design here in Chicago, this is not just a Chicago-based organization, correct? That's correct, Lou. We are a national organization. We started in Detroit, and then U-Haul came on as our national sponsor and said, let's see how you work in a big city. Mm. So Chicago was that first expansion city, and actually U-Haul donates our 40,000-square-foot warehouse space in Bridgeport where we can store all these donated household goods and furniture. And then now we're in Seattle, Cleveland, and San Diego as well. So tell me, who are the people that you're helping? In other words, how is it that they find you or you find them? So we work with partnering agencies like a Heartland Alliance, Safe Haven, Catholic Charities, Inspiration Corporation. Those organizations manage homeless shelters. Mm. And then those shelters are covered for about two years. And then they have to figure out what the next step is for these families, individuals. And they have rapid rehousing programs or programs to help them find housing or support that housing. But once they get into those homes, Lou, those families don't have a bed to sleep in. Right. You know, they've been going doubled up. They've been living in cars. They've been living in shelters. Um, They have bags of clothes primarily and maybe air mattresses. And And so the caseworkers from those agencies reach out to us and say, I have a client who's ready, who's ready for this fresh start, ready to get a fully furnished home where they can thrive, where they can focus instead of on saving up for that couch, saving up for rent, saving up for shoes for their kiddo. Mm -hmm. Um, And then really what we find is it's a launching pad where these families stay housed. 
Right. 99% of our families are still housed a year later. We, that's how we check in. And, and that housing stability means everything. It's staying in school. It's health implications. It's work implications that housing instability really spirals for, for people. Right. When, once you lose, you don't have a place to send your right. mail, you know? Right, right. No, and, and, and it's such a... I mean, this is such a, a a problem that I know for for a lot of people, you know, you you know, whatever. We drive around Chicago and we see you know some tents set up, you know, whether it's in a park or underneath a bridge, and maybe we turn the other eye, uh, you know, to be like, oh, geez, that's too bad. And um, there are these organizations with all these people working really hard to try and help people along the way. And Humble Design, you and I have spoken before, you found this gap, right, where the organizations were, were doing their job to help people find a place to live, and, and all they had were, you know, garbage bags full of their clothing, whatever, and establishing a place where you can call home, you know, some four, four walls and a roof over your head and a bathroom, um, is is that so much to ask for? And and you folks have come together to re- kind of create this inviting space, which I just think is so beautiful and so necessary. And it's something that we should all be getting behind because it just homelessness doesn't just affect those involved in it; it affects every one of us because it. It's just our society and, you know, caring for the, our fellow man and woman, it, it's all of our responsibilities. I, I so agree. And then, as you mentioned, we did identify that gap. And, and, Lou, there's so many families where they get the housing, but they're not staying there. Right. And I've had a mom say to me, hey, Julie, it hurts to sleep on the floor. Mm. You yeah. know? Yeah. And so... Um, I just I am thrilled to be a part of making a difference for these families and veterans and um giving them a bed to sleep in yeah. getting them off the floor. Yeah. I mean, it you know, it's it's this double-edged sword, right? It is it's such a wonderful thing that you're doing. I wish you didn't have to do it, right? But you do. Oh, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and I don't, you we know, shouldn't exist. We right, shouldn't we shouldn't exist. exist. And that that's what I mean by that, but but you do and all your people are doing such a lovely job. So you have this event coming up, and you were kind enough to ask me to MC it, which I'm very excited to do. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because obviously what you're doing, you have great partners who have volunteered and have donated, but you also need funds to keep the organization going to be able to supply things like forks and spoons and knives and a toaster and things like that um, to, to keep things going. And a moving team. You can't get a couch up in uh, yeah. the fourth floor. <laughs> yeah. Often there's third floor they call it third floor, but it's like halfway up, so they're really fourth floor. <laughs> right. I've got an amazing moving team that can get anything anywhere. That's awesome. <laughs> you know? So t- tell us about the event. Sure, absolutely. So uh, thank you again for emceeing. It's going to be September 15th on the roof of the old Chicago Post Office. We're returning for our second year there, and it's a huge party. It's going to be so much fun. We have... Southern Comfort Food is kind of a theme. We're going to have Craft House Cocktails is donating mixed drinks for us. So we'll have beer, wine, and cocktails. And Bumpus is our band. It's a nine-person soul and funk band. If you have not heard them, they're amazing. Mm. They have a three-person horn section. And I just, I mean, I've seen them a couple of times. I saw them at D Division most recently, and it just 
blew me away. So it's just <laughs> such a fun way to celebrate our mission and what we do. And, and actually, Lou, provide critical funding. Yeah. We really need that to, to be able to utilize this warehouse in a way we want to grow. We have a wait list that's so long, and we know that there's a kid sleeping on the floor for nine weeks waiting for us to get to them. Right. Right, and that that kills me. So we're we are looking at how can we expand it because the need is so profound and so there. How can we expand this operation next year to go from three families a week from empty to fully furnished to four on the regular? We're starting to do that. Actually, this next week, this week, we're doing four families. Wow! But we need to get that more systemized, and um, and this fundraiser will help us do that. You can find information at humbledesign.org slash events on their website. You can also learn a lot about this organization and what they do. If you can't come to the event, you can certainly go to the website and donate as well. Uh, I'm so looking forward to uh, seeing you once again and seeing your team at this event. And uh, I'm going to do my very best to help you guys raise as much money as possible. Thank you, Louis. So appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Julie Dickinson is the CEO of Humble Design. Again, if you'd like to learn more about their mission and what the organization is doing, go to humbledesign.org. That's humbledesign.org. Julie, thanks so much for taking the time this morning. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. You're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU, 857 857- Five five seven four five six eight. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Mill, uh, say where are you from, Scott? How do I say that? I'm in Milledgeville, Illinois. Milledgeville, Illinois. Where is Milledgeville, Illinois? Yeah. Where is it? That I'm about a half hour east of Clinton, Iowa. Oh, all right. Wow. Well, thank you for listening to WGN. How may I help you? Yeah, I've been having problems with my water softener since, like, last Thanksgiving. You know, I'll put four or five bags in, and within 10 days, it's gone. Hmm. I've, I've done check the toilets and stuff like that for running water and that, but yet there's times I'll hear my uh, water softener running two, three times a day. I'm just trying to get a grasp of, you know, what the problem might be. Your, how old is that unit that you have? Um, you know what? I'm not sure because I did. I bought this house and everything was already there. Got it. So if it's been there, uh, the well, house is almost. Go ahead. The house is almost 20 years old, so I would probably going to. It's probably about that age. Okay. You know, at the top of that unit, um, where you, you you have like, uh, do you have two like tall, skinny tanks and then a brine tank where you put the salt in? I've got one tank and then the brine. Okay. And on the top of that brine tank, is there like a dial or, a uh, you know, like a housing, a control box that's on top of that single tank? There is a control box, and I, I've had the... Uh, my plumber there, and, you know, he reset it just a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like what it's doing is it's regenerating too often, and it's constantly treating okay. that water. How many people live in the house? 
It's just me. Yeah. So, I mean, by rights, it maybe should regenerate once a day, right? Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. So it could it could be a couple of things. I mean, if the plumbers reset the timer, you know, a lot of them, what they have is it's almost like a... It's almost like an electrical timer. You know, there's a dial, and the older ones have pins in them, you know, that click and turn around like a timer. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, and, and it, for, again, it depends on the manufacturer, but if it's going to regenerate once a day, you just put one pin in, and it clicks as time goes by every day. It, I'm going to make it up. Five in the morning, you know, it regenerates. So you got soft water all day long, right? And, yeah. um, so you can double-check that, but it could be that the control box is bad, and it just needs to be replaced. Okay. If there are no leaks, right, there's nothing that you can see that you're leaking water or anything like that, then right. Then the only other thing it can be is a bad control box, and that probably can be replaced, and you can still preserve the tanks that you have and just have a new control box put on top of it. Okay. All right. Makes sense? I will. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, I'll reach out to the plumber and have him come take a look at that then. You got it. Appreciate you calling. Drive carefully and keep listening to House Smarts Radio and WGN. All right. <laughs> he was turning. He was paying attention to the turn. He didn't want to, you know, you, you want to complete that turn and... Uh, and uh, make sure you're doing it safely. 857 Before we take a break, I want to remind you um, about Family Fest is returning at Misericordia. Sunday, September 11th, uh, from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, adult tickets are 10 bucks. Children are $5. Misericordia Heart of Mercy is located at 6300 North Ridge Avenue at Devon in Chicago. There will be free parking. Available at SNC Electric across the street. They have shuttle buses to take you back and forth. Live entertainment, all kinds of bands, all kinds of raffles, the Jesse White tumblers. There's going to be Star Wars characters there. Oh, we have Star Wars characters we have at Misericordia. And uh, there'll be pet therapy dogs you can check out with. And uh, just a, there'll be an Elvis tri- tribute band. I'm going to be an auctioneer there. I'm also going to be working at the Taco Tent. So bring your kids. It's a very important raffle. You could win a car. There's cash and a car raffle going on. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited that Family Fest is coming back. It is one of the, you know, on a personal note, it was when I started dating my wife, and she said, we're going to go to this thing called Family Fest. That was, you know, 30-plus years ago. And uh, I always get a nice feeling every time I go to Family Fest. Just wonderful, wonderful people and a wonderful event. If you'd like to learn more, you can go to misericordia.org to learn more about what's happening on Family Fest coming up Sunday, September 11th. All right, it's 8.55 in the morning. You're listening to House March Radio. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Uh, the Ace Hardware uh, Convention was in town at McCormick Place. had a chance to uh, go there and uh, look at a bunch of different products. One of the big trends, Lindsay, that we'll have is a new Blue 2 that uh, will be coming out. SC Johnson has, you know, we're finally, we got to get away from the plastics um, uh, that are out there. And um, so SC Johnson is coming up with um, bottles, so like Windex, for instance. Um, and uh, so you just put this tablet in there and you add your water to it. 
so you're not moving the water around. Remember years ago we featured a product like that with tablets? Yeah. And yeah. now the big boys are coming out with this. And I was at their booth. I'm like, this is great. Are you getting rid of all the plastics? Like, well, no. I go, well, we need to do that. We need to stop with the plastics. Now, the big challenge will be with that is the quality of the water, mm-hmm. right? Because in certain parts of the country, the water quality, whatever, has a lot of high salt in it or whatever. But it's the step in the right direction. I wonder if the Windex, when you use it here with yeah. your tablet, works a lot better than, you know, sure South Carolina or wherever, wherever it might be. But I like sure. that we're going in that direction. And then... One of the other ones, you know, S.C. Johnson also owns Method, you know, the the green sure. cleaner. Mm-hmm. They've come out with soap dispensers that are made out of aluminum. Huh. Right? So instead of the plastic bottle, it's aluminum. Probably cost a couple dollars more. But then you just refill it. Beautiful, like brushed nickel, kind of a copper look. And the more we use that, the better for the environment. That's for sure. Broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studio. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. Time now for WGN Radio News. Yeah? Yeah, we're, we're less than two months away. Wow. And, you, and you, you're you kind of taking a little destination, right? Yeah, we're heading away. out of town. Very nice. Yeah. That's nice. It's exciting, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's fun. It's uh, Good. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Don? Yeah, yeah. It is, it's exciting. Gretchen's doing a lot of uh, great work. She just said yes to her dress uh, recently. Oh, congratulations. Yay. That's, That's nice. Yeah, she's very, very, nice. very excited about that for sure. Yeah, I'm heading to a wedding today, as a matter of fact. The, nice. uh, the, the gentleman that was the best man in our son's wedding, Peter, is getting married to the beautiful Nina later on this afternoon uh, in Glenview. So congratulations to the bride and groom and a lot of people getting married and it's all exciting. I highly recommend it. So good for both of you. Keep it going. Keep it going. Love is in the air. Love always wins, men. Love always wins. (laughs) Remember that. Yes, sir. Remember that. 857 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone calls now and see what we can do to help some people out. This is Jerry in Naperville. Hi, Jerry. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, great. Okay, so I have a question for you on um, bathroom, shower walls, and sinks. Okay. And I know you'll ask me what are they made of, and I'm going to say I don't really know exactly, but... <laughs> From what I understand, it's cultured marble, which somebody said is actually plastic. Right. Okay, so that's right. So over the years, they have, I'm going to say, yellowed in spots or, Mm. you know, just kind of not, they're not all uniformly the same color anymore. Mm. Is there anything that I can do to restore that color Mm. or get them back? Yeah, I mean, so with the cultured marble in particular, which is plastic, I love how they came up with that. Hey, what are we going to call this, Ernie? Uh, it's plastic, but it kind of looks like marble. Let's call it cultured marble, right? Um, and it's well, plastic. Yeah, there was a there was a coating over the top of the cultured marble. You know, once the color gets extruded, it it it's a bonded finish over the top, but it just wears out over time. And so the okay. staining and the discoloration comes from that top capping film, per se, wearing out a little bit, and um, and that's where it comes. I had a caller earlier this morning that had the problem with a tub, similar situation. So this is what I would try. You can get either like a Comet or an Ajax that has a little bleach in there, you know, the powder, 
And I yep. want you to use something called a, gr- a, dr- a drill brush, which is a very stiff nylon brush that goes on the end of a cordless drill. And you're going to apply this, uh, well, since it's a vertical surface, maybe what you do is, you know, you get it wet, sprinkle the sprinkle the Comet or the Ajax onto the brush itself, and then work it into these areas that are discolored and really scrub it. I mean, like spend, you know, two, three minutes really working the drill and then let it sit for a little bit, five, ten minutes or so, scrub it again, and then rinse it. And quite frankly, that's as good as it's going to get. Um, that okay. col- Go ahead. So the drill brush <clears throat> that goes on the end of the drill, do I just use the brush or do I actually get a drill? And- you need a drill. You need like a cordless. Do you, do you own a cordless drill? Yeah. Okay. So it's going to go in the end of the cordless drill like a drill bit, but on the end of it is okay. this brush. And you, you, gotcha. you, you, yep. can, you can find it at, uh, you know, the hardware store, the home center, um, you know, and they, they, they typically come in a, a three pack or something like that. Um, and, uh, and so you'll, you'll use that really scrub it. And it's really a great way to, the, the, the drill brush is, has a multitude of uses, uh, to scrub and clean. And, you know, the drill does all of the, um, all of the work. Okay. So last question then for this, is that going to completely take the finish off? Cause you know, it's still a shiny, like, no, ugly, no, right? you're just gonna, you're just gonna work on that. You're, you're. You're going to try this in that area. It won't take the finish off, but it may brighten up what you have. If it doesn't, oh. there's nothing else you're going to be able to do with that product other than, you know, maybe, you know, you, you hear me talk about bath fitter or whatever to come and put a cover over the top of it or redo the whole, or, you know, remodel the whole thing. Cultured marble, right, yeah. when it's new, looks fabulous. It It is kind of not the most durable product long term in particular for showers. Well, right, right. I'm, I'm getting that. But, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been in for a long time. We're trying yeah, yeah, to yeah. avoid right. redoing it. Understood. how long we're going to be in this house. Understood. And Understood. We've, we've done some other upgrades that we've kind of had to do. The shower walls were falling apart, so we needed to replace it. So right. we've got this nice, brand-new shower walls and door and this old <laughs> old mm. marble culture. Right, right, right. So, so, right. Anywho, okay. Well, we'll give it a shot. You got it. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LOU. This is uh, Sylvia in Mokina. Hi, Sylvia. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. How are you? I'm well. How may I help you? I have two concrete steps that we had installed out of our patio, by our patio door, and we can't find anybody to get aluminum railings for just two stairs you know, to make them or install them. Mm. Know anybody? <laughs> in Mokina. Oh, yeah. Pardon me? In Mokina. Mokina. Um, well, you know, uh, okay, you're not too far from Elsip, right? Right. All right. Go to Fox Home Center. They okay. offer an aluminum rail system that they can probably design for you take a couple pictures with you and some dimensions and they can probably design and order it and they may be able to find somebody for you to put it in okay we will try them you got it we 
Yeah. Okay. I appreciate your help. You got it. Thanks so much for calling. It's 917, nope, 918 in the morning. You're listening to House Marts Radio. I host the show. My name's Lou Manfredini, and the phone number is 857-557-4LOU. Oh, Lindsay's birthday. We'll be right back. We seem to continue to have problems with mice getting in the house. Uh, we've tried all sorts of remedies, and I think it's time to call an exterminator in. I have a couple questions about the exterminator. When they come in, <clears throat> will they visually go around the entire house and look for where these mice are getting in? The good ones will. The good ones will. And then they'll... I mean, there's no... I, go ahead. The, and then they'll... I mean, look. The, the reality of it is a mouse can get in uh, a hole the size of a dime, Right. And right. it is a, what they're going to do is, you know, you have the ability to do yourself with the right kind of products and, and time. And so if you, you know, if you go around, well, what is a house made of? Um, uh, it's the, it's sided. Okay. And so your foundation sticks out of the top of the wall, you know, top uh, comes out of the ground. Yeah. Okay, and is it a brick foundation, or excuse me, a concrete foundation? Yes. Okay. So pay attention, literally, take your time. Um, you know how, uh, <laughs> you know, have you have you ever driven over the border to, into Canada? Have you ever driven to Canada? Yes, when you go, I have. And you know how they got the mirror on the stick, and they hold the mirror underneath the car to oh, make yeah, sure yeah, you're not, you're not yeah, s- yeah. smuggling any, you know, f- walleye that you caught in Canada? Anyway, um you need something like that, or you need to get down on your hands and knees and like lean down on the ground and look up there. Those little gaps that are are there are where they're probably getting in, right? And so you're going to go around the yeah. you're going to go around the perimeter. Now, let's say you find it. This is a trick. Are you talking from the outside or from the inside? The outside. They're coming from the outside. Okay. Right. They're coming inside right. your house to eat your food and stay warm at night and stay away from the foxes. So. What I want you to do is find those holes and don't seal them up. I want you to take a little newspaper and stuff a little newspaper in there loosely, not anything, not anything, um, you know, secure. And then I want you to bait on the outside of those holes. Now, if you're successful, you'll come back tomorrow and you'll see that the paper fell out of the hole. You just put it in there and hopefully they ate that bait. Then you're going to stuff the paper back in. You're going to bait it again, or, you know, they're going to leave the bait, whatever it is. And you're going to do that over a three or four day period. When the paper doesn't come out of that hole, that mouse is dead. Now you're going to patch that hole and maybe you have multiple holes. Now on the inside, while you're doing this, you're going to use repellents to move them out of the house. And so two of them, is a bonide product called Mouse Magic and another product called Fresh Cab. And it smells, we had a lady call earlier that said, oh, it doesn't work. I, I, it has been my experience that it works. And so if you put a few of those sachets uh, around the sachets, I'm always 50-50 on that, sachets, around inside, they don't like the smell. They're like, oh, I don't like that smell. Oh, look, there's a delicious smorgasbord right out here. And uh, they'll eat that, and then you'll eliminate the mice. Lou, are you suggesting that I put these uh, 
whatever you want to call them, the, the sachets, like on on top of the uh, the wall in the basement. That would be great. And then, and, what was and, the and name then of the second one, and then also on the fresh. floor, fresh cab, C A B, and it comes out of the fact that it was invented to go in the cab of tractors that the farmers left out in the field because the field mice would get inside the tractor and eat the wires. Those little sons of, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, okay, but, but my, okay. Hey, one more. Go ahead. Two seconds. Yeah. We also had a mice infestation. They were like these little teeny tiny brown or reddish colored ants. Do you know what kind of ants those are? Uh, no, I'm not an entomologist. Not I'm not an entomologist, <laughs> but you can get rid of those by baiting with ant bait on the outside, and uh, and you can do a little bait on the inside. You eliminate the a lot of times the red ants are fire ants, but not where you live. Um, but uh, but the bait on those, they take it back to the queen, they eliminate the queen, then the ant population's dead. Yeah, we, we've done all that now. Right. Okay, well, thank you for your help. You got it. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LOU. Let's see if we can get one quick call in here uh, before we do news, and then we're going to do our Just Text Me segment. Uh, oh, I just lost uh, Eileen. So let's talk to... Uh, this is Cal in Homer Glen. Hey, Cal, you're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, uh, Lou. I have one question for you. I have a, a ranch-style townhouse. It's a one floor, one level with a crawl space. And uh, when I I have two toilets, and when I flush one, especially, although it works with it happens with both. When I flush one, primarily, I could hear in the um, furnace room a banging of the pipes, and it's gotten louder, like a wobbling or a banging. And what would be the solution for that, or what could you tell me to do for that? Well, the first thing I would tell you to do is drain the water system down, because you actually, it sounds, it sounds um, uh, you know, funny, but you actually want to add air back into the system. So if you know where your main water valve is, shut that off, turn every faucet on in the home, high and low, to drain the system and flush all the toilets. When the water comes out in the basement, if you have a sink down there, it stops coming out. Then close everything. Then slowly turn the main water valve back on to refill the system. And the what they call compression chambers that are inside the water system, there should be behind the walls, those get essentially re-energized, and that banging should go away. And you may have to take the filters off of the end of the faucets, you know, the aerators, because you're going to loosen up a little bit of sediment. So clean all that up. And that would be the first step to try and eliminate that banging. Okay, Lou, I just want to quickly go over that with you. You said turn off all of the, uh, off the, uh, the turn off the main, turn off the main valve the first, open all right. the faucets. So you drain everything out of there, then close them. Then open the main valve, then clean. Well, flush the toilet too. Earlier, flush right? the toilets too, because there's water in there. We need to release that air as well, and then turn. So it I turn off the main water valves, and I open all the faucets, flush the toilet. Right. Okay. Cl- close everything. Turn the main back on. Okay. Clean all the aerators. 
Take two aspirin and call me in the morning. It's 9.30 in the morning. When we come back, we will do our Just Text Me segment at 857-557-4LOU. But right now, it's time for this report of WGN Radio News. And uh, so anyway, you do have some text messages for us this morning? I do. You know, sometimes I get nervous. Right. On the air. Right. I I'm like your do. big brother. I'm like your uncle. What do you got to worry about? Um, I would appreciate info regarding filling in spaces between concrete slabs on driveway. I heard at one time that Lou suggested sand, then rope, and don't remember what follows. Mm. What type of sand and rope? So the sand would be the the polymeric, they call it. They use it for um, for pavers because it bonds and kind of when you add water to it, you more, it kind of becomes firm and stays in its place. Or you could use crushed limestone, and you need like a little board that you would cut that would fit in the gap so you could kind of tamp it down, you know? You would kind of tamp it down. I actually like the crushed limestone better because it is more of the color of the concrete, and once it goes in there in between the gaps, it will kind of bond all by itself with the water, and you may have to add a little bit over time. That's what I would do. Not the crushed limestone would be a better choice than sand. Got another one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just thinking. Are you? What do you? Do you respond? Got with it. The, I'm okay. so, yeah, I'm just texting with your fans. Got it. <laughs> uh, Lou looking to replace a 75 gallon power vent hot water heater with a tankless model. Can you give me two recommendations of brands? Okay. And the differences. Okay. Um, I'm a uh, obviously a big proponent of the on-demand water heater. And the biggest thing when you're replacing, a, uh, you, you just want to make sure you get the right volume. So when you're looking at these units, they you know, they will tell you how many bathrooms they can you do simultaneously. So at the very least, you want one that does two bathrooms simultaneously. It's probably going to be in the neighborhoods of creating about six gallons of hot water per minute, GPM. And... Um, there's a lot of different manufacturers. Navian is one of them that's been around for a while. A lot of the technology all comes from Asia. So a lot of people are putting their names on products built by other people. I just installed a new unit on a, at our house uh, called EcoPro, which is owned by Ream. No? Yeah, it's owned by Ream. And uh, it was really easy to install. It is making all kinds of hot water, and uh, it actually, you know, the biggest thing with an on-demand water heater is there is a learning curve. So when you first put this in, you will notice that you may wait a little longer for the hot water to get to you, because when you fire the unit up, it has to get hot and then get that water hot, where your on-demand water heater, excuse me, your tank water heater is holding 75 gallons of water waiting for you to use it almost 20 percent of your energy use is for standby most of you listening that have a tank water heater the water heater is full of hot water waiting for you to use it and you're paying to heat it even when you're not there um we should all be using on-demand water heaters in my opinion they take up way less space a couple other manufacturers noritz and um takagi uh you know as i keep saying it's all uh from asia but um, the major brands, even Carrier, uh, they make one. It's somebody else's product, but they put their name on it. But they work really well. 
Reliance is another company that is owned by A.O. Smith, and they make really good on-demand water heaters. They're all similar technology. It's all about GPM, and then when you have it installed, the biggest thing with these things is that you need the valves that allow you to flush the unit annually. And so there's a valve on it on the hot and cold side that is a two-position valve. One is when it's bringing the water in and sending you the hot water out, and then you turn it, it turns those two ports off, opens up the ports going into the unit, and you put a hose in with a cleaner and a hose out to flush the unit into the drain or into a bucket, and those um, valves are what should be installed on any unit that you install that allow you to flush it. Man, that was a long answer. Tell me, that was right. a long-winded. Hey, 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 hey. It's a four-hour show. It's a four-hour show. How Next about you question. be a little nicer to me on your birthday? Next, I can say whatever I want on my birthday and maybe get away with it. Okay, rust, hard water stains on our toilet bowl. Keep going. Hard water stains are on our toilet bowl. Our Kohler toilets are biscuit, one shade warmer than white. Is it safe to use wink cleaner, which mm. says for white toilets yeah, only? No, no. Oh, no. Um, I actually, so here's the thing. I know that they've always said that it's for white toilets, and I don't know why. What's funny, I was just at the Ace Show, and I saw the Wink people, and we were talking about the product. But I don't actually know the answer to why you can't use it on a colored toilet. I think it will, because it's so strong, it'll discolor it. So just don't do it. Um, And what I would do is remove some of the water, okay, get a Scotch-Brite pad, use a cleaner like what could we use you know what i would use kaboom with a k and spray it on it's a foaming cleaner and then really work the stains with the biscuit and um and clean what in your biscuit just like the name of that color the biscuit biscuit yeah and then clean it that way and scrub it and see if that does it. That's what I would do. But don't use the wink on a non-white toilet because they specifically say not to, and there has to be a reason. That's our Just Text Me segment. 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. This is Alan in Downers Grove. Hi, Alan. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hello, Alan. Oh, they're walking. Hello? Hi, Alan. Yes, hi. How may I help you? Uh, um, I'm considering, we live in an old house. The cabinet, kitchen cabinets are pretty old, over 40 years old. Okay. I was thinking of repainting them a different color. Me too. I was, so I was wondering if there's a special paint to do that. Are you going to do it yourself? Are you going to do it yourself? I'm sorry. Are you you going to do it yourself? Alan, are you going to do it yourself? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. What color do you want to paint them? White. Okay. So you want to brush and roll it on. You don't want to spray them, correct? Okay. I'm I'm just asking. Not with a brush. Not with a brush or you want to spray it? We got a bad connection. Okay. We got Alan. We got a bad connection. Can you? Uh, do you want to spray the paint or do you want to roll it on? 
Oh, rolling. I could roll it yeah. also. Do you have a pen or a pencil ready? Yep. Okay. There's a product by Rustolium called Cabinet Transformations. Cabinet transformation. You okay. don't you don't have to really do any sanding. You just need to do you need to degrease the you're gonna take the doors off. You're gonna wipe everything down. They offer a primer coat first, and when that dries, then you're going to apply the finish coat in white over the top of that, and it'll give you this beautiful finish. That will look really, really nice. Another option is another paint called Beyond Paint, which does not have a primer that uh, you can also do. Both products, their secret sauce is they say you don't have to do a lot of sanding, or any sanding for that matter. I'm not a huge... I've used the Beyond Paint, and I and it did a nice job. I'm, I'm, I'm pro Beyond Paint. But there's part of me that just likes to do a little sanding. I just can't get away from it because I'm old school. So maybe clean it, do a little sanding just to kind of even things out a little bit, and then use either one of those products. I like the cabinet transformation option because I'm still a big fan of primer, and I think you'll get really, really good results. Thanks so much for the phone call. It's 9.47 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be right back.